the first podcast of 2021, and we're finally on the screen, and it only took so long of months of work just to buy a webcam, but yeah! It's also the setup, it's also the setup, yep. right. gotta give it a little bit of credit. Uh, so for anyone listening to the podcast version of this, uh, we finally, basically, going forward, are gonna have the, the VOD up as well on, on our YouTube, uh, based on Twitch that we're using. Uh, on Twitch, we're the Nintengoons because of some funny mumbo jumbo. But hey, it's just the word the. Um, yeah, super excited. I'm streaming a lot more on there now. Uh, as we promised, we're having a lot more content come out. We're super excited. It's a good old time. It's going to be a good year for us. Hopefully yep. a good year for you guys, too. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy the new format. Get to see our lovely faces and uh, the funny things. Oh, and also, our Twitch has a sub button. Uh, it's my, actually the picture behind me, which is Sakurai doing a hilarious motion. <laughs> so I hope you guys just stay tuned and, and, and listen. So, yeah. yeah. And honest, honest to God, if you guys come through and you guys, uh, if you guys decide to chat with us, I mean, we're still making, we still have to make another emote. So I'll, I'll, I don't know about you, but I'm, I always like a uh, fan input. Oh yeah, I agree. And you know, it, with the live podcast, uh, you know, we'll tweet it out. So that's why you should follow the Twitter and Tengoons. And, um, well, you know, actually during the podcast, if you guys are talking to us, we'll gladly respond. I love taking yeah. questions. Live, not, dude, you know? live questions, live format. This is the stuff that I love. Right. So we're going to start with the, the, the little stuff today compared to our title, which is uh, Nintendo, year Nintendo anniversaries. Uh, I thought it was actually kind of interesting that Epic Games bought a, a, a rarely used mall for their global headquarters. Now, the reason why this it, it comes as a surprise to me, but because, which is that they must have so much confidence in Fortnite that it, they. I think they're just plan, they're future proofing themselves for like ten years plus because really there's no way a normal like even a studio before Fortnite there's no way they would have pulled this off as a global a global endeavor a mall a one million square foot mall. My God, plans to convert it into the new global headquarters by 2024. So let me give some some information on that. Uh. Like Fortnite, you know, it's not dying by any means, but it, it is seeing lower numbers. It's still, you know, insanely popular, which you know, good for them. Lower not numbers. my cup of tea. One point two mil to one point one five mil. Lower numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, lower numbers, but I'm like, even if the player base isn't as high, I'm sure they're destroying in in revenue just from this year, which is Marvel characters and hunters. Like they have Kratos. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Master Chief. Did they actually um, add Samus in it or no? I remember that. Not yet. Cool. We're still waiting on that one. Oh, so, oh, now, but the question is, was it confirmed? No. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still thinking the Samus is going to be in it. I, I mean, they said best hunters in the universe, and they have a Microsoft rep and a and a Sony rep. So I, I, I think, I think Samus would be great. Like a Genesis rep. Huh? They could surprise like a, the Genesis. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, really. I like this. It'd be interesting. I didn't think Samus deserves it. A nice little Nintendo rep. And besides, I mean, they have a great relationship with Nintendo, yeah, and it's on cool. every platform now. You know, I, I mean, it's. It, I think it's cool to a degree that uh, to adding like uh, I guess video games and making them like in the malls and theme parks, as we talked about. Uh, was talked about. It seems like many moons ago, but probably wasn't too many episodes ago. We talked about uh, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo World in Japan, how they were talking about doing one in uh, Florida as well by Universal Studios or or something along the lines of co-oping with them until COVID happened. Right. 
So I, I personally think it's really cool that they're that they're adding stuff like this in general, just because I feel like that it uh it it normalizes the stigmatism against gamers to a degree. Uh, you know what I mean? I like I felt like when we were in high school, if you were a gamer, you were like outcasted instantly. I feel like oh, stuff yeah, like but- this kind of I feel like stuff like this kind of normalizes it to a degree. But then is, there's also the subcategory of gamers like us who are actually who actually deserve to be outcasted. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's one way to put it. I'd also like to mention that this podcast is actually just us drinking coffee at different times. I'm just uh, watching us drink coffee. Unfortunately, I'm not drinking oh, coffee right now. No, I, like, I made the mistake of not making a brew right beforehand. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, so so there's that. I, I thought it's interesting because that, that's a huge undertaking. I haven't heard of other studios doing that because I don't even know how big Microsoft's headquarters is. Or actually, no, I'm sure Microsoft's in general is huge. I'm not sure about like the Xbox department. Uh, Imagine Halo World. Halo. I think a really cool theme park. I think it'd be really cool. It'd be really you know, obviously space themed. Be space themed. Like you'd have. Did, did you ever play uh, like the Terminator arcade games or no? Uh, well, you mean like it's not running gun, but like it's like you shoot enemies and then it, it forcibly progresses you further. Like like you have a yeah gun. yeah yeah you have a gun you and like a, you shoot the enemies on the screen before they kill you. If you beat that level, quote unquote, you continue running. Right, right. And you're running and I don't think I played Terminator game. though. I I know I played like zombie ones and dinosaur ones, but I don't ever believe I played Terminator. There was a Terminator one that my brother and I used to play all the time when uh when we went out and uh and we would love like I, I think that they could do a really cool one with that in like an IMAX setting where like you where like you go into you go into a tube with like maybe like like three other people or maybe five other people keep it to like low numbers like that. They, you, everyone has a gun and you're running through and you're doing like a Halo uh, Halo mission. Yeah. I, th- huh. I think that would be kind of cool. And because it's IMAX and pro- and they could probably have it completely 360 surrounded, you'd have to, everyone had to cover themselves or cover Dude, each other. Let's be real for a second. The the Halo like orchestra, it always hits different. Oh, like, dude. Oh, I'm not going to do it to hurt people, but <laughs> 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 okay, I know my voice would crack up because God doesn't want me to be happy. Anyway, uh, the other some other small thing I want to talk about. So there's a studio called uh, Virtuos. Virtuos. They they do really good ports. So for example, for the Switch, they did um, Dark Souls Remastered and they did the Bioshock Collection, right. which did, they did they did very well. Like like praise for like how good of ports they were. And I'm I'm actually a big fan of of other studios taking over porting mm-hmm. and then and making it like work on newer consoles. Because you know, like Dark Souls One is a classic. That's a cult classic. That got me into the genre, dude. I uh, that is probably I I down one of my favorite games. One of the games that I wish I would finish learning how to speedrun. Oh I yeah, might go that- back to it one day. I might go back to it honestly and try and learn how to speedrun it. But I definitely, it definitely has several more casual plays plays out of me. And they just have a like they have an interesting like not philosophy, but like how they're just talking about how like oh we're actually improving on our ports. We're learning how like. You know, to differentiate between TV resolution versus, you know, uh, well, TV resolution and the gameplay on it versus handheld. Because, you know, Switch is literally unique in the sense of you have to worry about two different resolutions and two different processing powers. Because, you know, when you put it into the dock, you can, it, it um, you know, goes to the TV and obviously plays better. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just happy that, that you know, I, I'm happy to hear a studio is doing better with this and going to have more games coming out with good ports. I can't yeah. tell you of a game I want to be ported over because Smash Ultimate is like 
the ultimate port, if it's even <laughs> called a port. Do you remember that? Remember when it came out and uh, everyone was worried, like, is it just a port? Is it is it a different game? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I, remember no, that. I remember that was a big scare at the time. I remember we were thinking, like, oh, my God, is it just going to be like, oh, here's here's uh, here's Burl Snake, and we're going to do – we're just going to have everything – like, he's going to look the same, where he just barely might look updated, and, like, Lucario might look updated and all that. But no, they they changed a lot of things. They changed a lot of mechanics. They added new mechanics to it. Did they? I'm trying to think. Did they tweak anyone really? For the most part, did they tweak anyone? Bayonetta. No, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, actually, move set wise, like, remove a side B and add another, and to add it to someone else. Like, I know that they changed Charizard because they they put him with Pokemon Trainer, and he was just, he right. was standalone at one point. Um, I believe they changed Mario's taunt because one of them has to do with Cappy, right? I think. Yeah, they changed. They changed some taunts. They changed some costumes. They had costumes. They changed some taunts, but I don't think they changed any. Well, I, I think the only the only change they made in regards to characters is making clones. So that way, you know, it is a little different. Like That's Samus, awesome. Peach, they're Echo characters. Whatever, right? Whatever. Oh, I I think is Dark Samus better than normal Samus? Can you confirm that? I don't think so. Um, I like Dark Samus. I, I I think Dark Samus is really cool. Uh, so the last little thing, at least I was gonna talk about anyway, is uh, Banjo Tooie apparently turned twenty this year, or recently, yesterday specifically, which would be January third, and uh, that's a special place in my heart because I never I didn't play the first one, and that was like one of the few first games I got. Excuse me, on the second one, mm-hmm. and I don't think you ever played Banjo Kazooie, right? That's a I shame. I, that's one puzzle piece I'm missing. Right, it was it was a a very fun collectathon. It was much better than DK sixty four. I've watched a lot of videos on that and the flaws of uh, Donkey Kong sixty four, like how it's some people think it's a it's a really bad collectathon because most of it is is meaningless versus others like it prolongs the game. I like watching speedruns though; I think they're very interesting. I love the way they break it. Uh, there's actually a video that I was watching a few days ago where uh, where they were break or some guy was breaking down the DK sixty four task. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what task means, task is a uh, tool assisted. Wait, tool assisted system. Tool assisted. No, tool assisted speed run. Tool assisted speed run. Yeah. And uh, and they like he was breaking down every like glitch that they did in the task and like what changes it and like going down in depth to like literally the positionings and and oh you need to be you need to be facing this amount of degrees north and stuff like that. And it's like man, that is a uh, that is intense. And I've watched about like ten minutes of it before my brain kind of blew and was like, you know what? I'm a little fried from, I'm a little fried from the day. I can't absorb any of this, but watching, watching the, the DK 64 speed runs and stuff like that. Insane. I love the old games because you can just break them so well. It's and now this goes into a, a deeper conversation of, I still can't believe that Nintendo didn't buy the rare, like the rare oh. was, was up for auction more or less like for a studio to buy them. And just, it, it blows my mind because they are behind Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Kazooie 2, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Diddy Kong Racing. Like, those characters were, like... Uh, you're, missing, you're missing a good one, dude. You're missing a really good one that that uh, that was also a rare company. Perfect Dark? No. Uh, try. Give me a hint. It was a game that, it was a game that my brother and I played uh, all the time on the 64. It was a... Jet Force Gemini. No. Uh, one more hint. <laughs> Silver and Gold. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Goldeneye. All right. I should really just say the obvious one. It's my name. It's my it's my account name on everything. 
Pokemon. <laughs> Killer Instinct, my uh, guy. Killer, Killer Instinct. Yeah, but oh, Killer Instinct is a little different. Killer Instinct, Microsoft did a relatively good job in bringing back and making a, a, a fighting game out of it. I actually like watching Killer Instinct. I think it's Yo, really. I, I haven't watched enough of the new Killer Instinct. I'm not going to lie, of the newer ones. I'm, I, I imagine they're going to make a second one, but it, it, it's really interesting. Combo Baker! Yeah. Uh, I, I just like Killer Instinct as a kid. My brother and I played that for like at nauseum for hours. Never played it, but the point is, is that like how I just I, even even Rare was like we have no idea why Nintendo didn't buy us because all our games was on the platform and their char- like their their characters besides a, a few were like really cartoony compared yeah. to like realism. Like Banjo Kazooie just looked like a Nintendo character. Yeah, I was gonna say. Imagine if Nintendo bought Rare and then the next then the next Smash character was a Rare rep. If Nintendo bought Rare, we would have had Banjo-Kazooie in the game a while ago. Right. And, and I mean, I personally loved Banjo Nuts and Bolts. I thought that game was amazing. Was it a good Banjo game? No. Was it just a fun... Uh, wait, you never played it, did you? I've never played a Banjo and Kazooie game, Derek. Fair. Uh, Nuts and Bolts, it. it was like a, a weird racer game that you made your own vehicles and you would do tasks and race people. It was really, it was really fun. I, it's one of my favorite games. And I got cheated because there was one last achievement, one last one on Xbox 360, and it glitched. I couldn't get it. It was like, get all the jiggies, and I got all of them. I literally had 100% status oh, on my dude. game, and it didn't trigger. I was pissed. Did you, I not, did you not send an angry letter to Microsoft? I said, dear Sakurai, how <laughs> could you do this? So dude, it, It's all right. You, know, you want to know, know an annoying glitch story that happened to me? A long time ago, this killed me. I was playing. It was Twilight Princess, and uh, and I wanted to get the what was it? The Great Spin Attack, I think it was in the game, where you had to get all the wolf stones. And I got. I went to every single wolf stone, and there was one wolf stone that just would not function for me. It, the game for some reason thought that I got it already, but I never got it. Therefore, I never learned the skill. And because I never learned the skill, I couldn't get the spin attack. And I literally played everything. I 100 percented it. I got to that point, and I wanted to get that last. I went to get it, and I couldn't get it. That that's everything. That's that's depressing. I that's that's really depressing. I'd be, I'd be I'd be pretty peeved. I was really annoyed with that. Like I, I actually stopped playing the game after that for quite okay. a while. So I'm, you, you probably you're not aware of this, but uh, <laughs> thanks for the email. Um, but uh, so <laughs> there was a feature called Stop and Shop in Banjo Kazooie. It was like a prototype, but basically it was like the precursor to to cloud saves. What they did was like. There's certain information you could do or certain thing you could do in Banjo Kazooie that could transfer over to Banjo Tooie. But the only because of Nintendo 64, you're thinking, how is that possible? So apparently, like you would you put the cartridge in, you get to the point, you save, and then you take it out, and then in five, within five seconds, you put the next cartridge in, and because it still had some RAM usage in the system, and it somehow it would somehow work. And what? yeah, yeah, it, it was really crazy. But then like uh, apparently Nintendo is like, yeah, don't do that. You're going to hurt the cartridge and the, and the disc. <laughs> Not the disc, the, uh, the reader. So they were ahead of their time on like transferring data, but it was That's kind so of so cool though. I would have really enjoyed more games like that. Yeah. But like, it, like, that's a, it was a flaw in the system, technically. Like, it, it shouldn't work. Right, somehow they, they but that is like a real-life glitch that they were able to exploit the actual console itself. That's really cool. Yeah, I know, right? So I, I always thought that was, that was really interesting. And then for... Uh, Nuts and bolts because it was on the 360. They and the first two were emulated. They just like you know 
ported over saves that you could use. So they made it simple. But yeah, that was like the precursor. I thought it was really interesting. And uh, I don't know. I, I would love. To, I love reading about the history about how Rare was bought by Microsoft and how things went downhill for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, now, anyway, so you want to, to talk about the the main course? Yeah. Well, actually, before we bring up the main course, oh, okay. I, one a couple of little things that I wanted to bring up was uh, was so update with Metroid Prime Four. Fun fact: if you pre ordered it on Amazon uh, a while back ago when it first came out, yeah, they actually uh, they actually sent everyone an email saying, "Oh, by the way, for those who pre ordered because because the pre order date I think it was the buy date. Uh, I can't remember what they're called when you when you get a game that hasn't been technically announced or released yet." For release date, they they do that. They they do this apparently. From what I've been looking up, they did it with Metroid Prime Four, and they had it set that it was going to be shipped or it was going to be out by December thirty first, twenty twenty. Which clearly, I don't have it in my hands. Right, so, or I it's usually a placeholder spot. Placeholder. There we go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So they sent out another email, and they and they changed the placeholder spot now to uh to twenty twenty one. December thirty first, December thirty first, twenty twenty one. So now I have to wait a whole another year for that's an email again for twenty twenty two. Again, yeah, really, that sucks. That's that's depressing. Well, gee, just dude, just imagine, like, so you don't think it's gonna come out this year? Then I mean, they put placeholders all the time, but do you do you think uh, think the game will come out this year? I, all right, so they can do one of two things. They could have it come out this year. On the anniversary date, and that'd be really cool, and that'd be really exciting, and like, oh my god, you got you duped us, like you totally duped us, because you've been saying for years now that we don't have the right stuff, and every article has been negative from about about this game because there's no actual updates, and you guys rescrapped it, and now there's complaining that there was some talk about not having enough AI boss and stuff like that, or not enough AI bo- or boss AI developers, and blah blah blah. That would be cool. Or what probably more realistically is going to happen is. If we get the if we get the new uh, updated switch this year, then it'll probably go the following year as a big title. Yeah, I, I picture it by twenty twenty two. I, I, I the only difference is that like it probably would have been out by now if they didn't have to restart development, right? Which is really depressing. But speak, sure speaking speaking of Metroid Prime though, uh, I want to go back to the older game on Super Metroid because as you know, I'm a huge fan of Super Metroid and I love watching all the categories and speedruns and stuff like that and playing the randomizers. Uh, the world, the 100 world record finally got broken now. Again, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, how long since the last one? So before Behemoth had the world record at 113.26, which was miles away from second place for a while. It was like, like the first three to four places are kind of tight knit within a minute and a half total from start from uh within a minute and a half total from first place to like third or fourth, and then like fifth place on is like four minutes behind. So like it's really there's really like three to four titans in all of it, and Behemoth just kept on like just kept on shaving some time, shaving some time, shaving some time, and he was a world record holder for a while, if I recall. And uh, Shiny Zenny just crushed his world record, and I I, I say crushed just because it, it, it's technically not by a lot of time, but in a in a very far optimized game, it's quite a bit of time. Right, Behemoth had the world record at one hour. 13 minutes and 26 seconds. And Shiny Zenny just pulled through the other day with one hour, 13 minutes, and four seconds. He's four seconds away from a sub-113, which that would be huge to be able to get right. that because the amount of optimization you have to do for that is insane. 
Like they're down to the point where like if you and if you enter doors certain ways or if you do one like damage boost a certain way or you actually forego a damage boost to do something else, you save like ten to fifteen frames. Like it's worth to save like ten to twelve frames in that game, if I recall. Mm-hmm. So so the fact that he crushed it by a solid twenty what twenty two seconds, I think is nuts. He he he's been no, working a- really hard at that recently too. That that's a very significant number. 22 seconds in speed running. Yeah. Like even even 5 seconds can be insane an insane gap. Like like in a uh the original Mario game, like it's it's so it's like at 99.9% optimized that it's literally like a frame or two you can get the world record. Like input perfect. Like we're that game is for, I I'd imagine that game is the actual closest that we have to being uh completed by a human as close to being completed by a computer like the gap is like so close that we're we're finally going to get to the end where I, I think i imagine in the next 2 years someone is going to have the perfect run and it just can't be beaten for the assuming that mario no other exploits are found what for the original mario bros or super mario world uh the original mario bros i actually it, have speedruns of that one it's like it's like down to the 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 millisecond it's it's crazy like literally, uh, uh, any any wrong input, it's just a reset. You'll never, it won't get world record. But that's how that's how unbelievably tight it is. So, and I hope that how I phrase that is not taken out of context. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> clip that. But uh, so so yeah, that, I think that's really cool. And uh, for those of you who have never seen who've never seen Shiny Zenny or Behemoth, I know Shiny Zenny uh, streams at Twitch. I don't know about Behemoth. I think he does, but he definitely has, does YouTube videos. I would recommend like watching speedrun histories. I love, especially a, a game franchise you enjoy. They're yeah. they're so interesting. Uh, I'm actually I actually started one the other day. Uh, or, oh, well, the other day it really means yesterday night. <clears throat> uh, I started one of uh, of Super Mario World Two. Uh, yeah, speedrun history of it. But you know that that was the little news that I had. I think that's just really neat to for for things like that. And I don't know. I, I always think it's awesome when someone beats a world record, let alone oh, no, it's awesome. when somebody does that. I've only been I've only been there once, in like a world a world record run, and that was for uh, uh, Minish Cap. Really? Yeah, uh, I was just watching some guy. And it was like really late at night, and uh, he he broke the world. It's hype. It, it it's really cool. It is. Uh, it is it, something it, else to be in that chat. It really is. Um, but so yeah, that was that was that was the thing that I wanted to mention about Metroid. <clears throat> and going more toward going back a little bit now, backpedaling to now to further defining that uh further defining uh Metroid Prime 4 possibly being released on on this year. It would be awesome and that would be surprising or that'd be a cool surprise because of the sheer fact that it is a huge year in my opinion for Nintendo franchises because First of all, Zelda 35th year. We've talked about that. I think it's cool. I think I, I still speculate that they're going to do something huge for that. But I, uh, Pokemon 25th anniversary, we can get some really cool ports. We can get some really cool stuff. Maybe we can get like uh, some new some new content of the older games. And I'm talking about like the OG games. Metroid is also on its 35th year, which is pretty cool. Uh, then I really hope they come out the game then this year. If it's the 35th year. It would really suck to miss the the point, you know, like to miss that. That's, right, that'd be depressing. So some of the, some of the other ones, melee is on the twentieth year. They're so not going to do that. 
They probably won't. Unless, you know, I doubt they would do a Melee HD or anything like that. I highly doubt it. Right. It'd be right. really cool. It'd be kind of cool if they did. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, oh, you know what? Maybe surprise us. Maybe, maybe when you, when you took down, uh, what was it? Slippy? It was when they yeah. took down Slippy. Yeah. Uh, show us that the reason why you took it down is because you had a, you had a Melee HD online stuff, uh, in progress. Yeah. With better net code. <laughs> uh, it's actually Donkey Kong's 40th anniversary. The original Donkey Kong game. The, like the original original wait you talking like the one where mario's jumping over barrels oh, wait or like hold on no i i i gotta i gotta double check that actually yeah you're talking about donkey not kong. actually a donkey kong game right you said or no it's not the original donkey kong my bad yeah yeah it's the original one where Mar- we're jumping over barrels july okay. 9th 1981 huh so july 9th this year it will be their 40th anniversary and then it is the gamecube's 20th anniversary what's so the name gamecube ports What's the name of that guy who, like, there, there's so much controversy around him that, like, he cheated the Donkey Kong World Record and uh, uh, and Pac-Man with a perfect score, supposedly? Oh. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. God. You gotta look he, it up. I'm not gonna know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna oh, Billy, Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. So many Mitchells, dude. There's all there's a lot of Mitchells out there. You're, dude, you should watch. Uh, there's um there's a cartoon show called a uh, uh, regular show, and they make a parody of him, and that he's like a giant spoiled baby. <laughs> 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 and they're like, "You cheated!" He's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> it, it's really funny. You should really you should watch a like a history on him. It's it's unbelievable. It, like, well, I mean, it's. I don't know. He, he, he like sues, oh, don't sue us, but he like sues everyone <laughs> for like defamation. So I'm just going to say that I believe in your scores and I will fight with you to the end, Billy Mitchell. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, no. The, so just think about that. Metroid 35th, Zelda 35th, Pokemon 25th, GameCube 20th, Melee 20th, and Donkey Kong 40th. Hmm. Those are the big ones that I thought personally. And right. there's still more. Like, like I believe it's Golden Sun's 30th year as well. Yeah, but Golden Sun hasn't. I think was Golden Sun rare. I thought Golden Sun was a. I don't know if Golden Sun was a rare. To be honest, I just know that there's representation in Ultimate, and that they really want Isaac in Ultimate. But now you want to know what the depressing thing about it being so many big, so many franchises, big year. What? The depressing thing is that Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo's only going to be able to do one, maybe two, big events for. Them. Because think about the manpower and the planning and all that and the resources you have to stick into one if you really want to make it pop and really do well. They it is Nintendo. What they think is going to be the best. And Golden Sun's Nintendo. Money. Mm. Yeah, sorry. It's just uh, Golden Sun is Nintendo. I was wrong. I was thinking of a different franchise. Yeah. Uh, I, I according, according to someone uh, in the chat, someone saying that uh, Game Boy Advance was the last game for it. Yeah, 2010. He's right. It's, uh... Yeah, I don't... I mean... They might, I mean, they might bring it onto the Switch via, you know, like the Nintendo Online and start with the uh, Game Boy games. I would love to see that as an anniversary thing. I, I mean, they'll probably first do, you know, um, Nintendo 64 games. I hope they don't, mostly because Mario 64 is already done and uh, the rest aren't really first party Nintendo games like GoldenEye or uh, Perfect Dark. So they're kind of dead in the water on that one. But, I, if they just skip to like Game Boy games, I'd, I'd love to go Game Game Boy slash Game Boy Advance games, and then to um, GameCube. Personally, either way, 
Uh, but I agree. I, they'll they'll definitely do something for Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon Snap's coming out this year, so yeah. that's that's a no brainer. Uh, they they got something small for Pokemon, no matter what. Um, Zelda, I'm I'm still calling I'm still calling it. They're on on the 35th anniversary. I'm still thinking that Breath of the Wild Two is going to drop or something else huge, and uh, maybe a Zelda Collector Edition with a new, hopefully, a new Master Quest. I'm still thinking I, that. I, um, I I I the more I think about it, the more I would like to see. Twilight Princess bundled with Skyward Sword because those two specifically have motion controls, which is perfect yeah. for the Switch. And I would like to see a Twilight Princess Master Quest version. I agree. I, I agree. And I still have my Amiibo so I could unlock the, the the wolf dungeon to give me the giant, giant, super giant wallet. Yeah. So that, uh, no, that'd, be, you know that'd be great. The most important Nintendo year for us is going to be 2022. Why? More specifically... March 20, 2022. You know why? Uh, I don't know. Why? That's the anniversary to Shining Soul. 20th year. I'll never stop. Don't <laughs> hurt me like that. Oh, yeah. He, uh, sorry, someone in the chat. But um, yeah, there's a Tingle stand. He's right. There's a, sting, uh, a Tingle, Tingle stand. Tingle game? Yeah, yeah. It's like Tingle's like Ruby something. Uh, I can look it up. I, I remember it specifically. Uh, Tingle, Ruby. Oh, oh. Freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. It was on the Nintendo I can, I can DS. Speed run that on stream. It's a DS game. We're speed running it. Mind you, on eBay, it has a five out of five rating. <laughs> That's incredible. That's one happy buyer. Yeah, too bad. they probably didn't read what he was like in uh, in Wind Waker. Oh, dude, he was, he's such a dark character in that. In that yeah, such really. a happy cartoony game. He is such a dark character. It's true. It's true. Um, and what was the other big one besides Pokemon that you were talking about? Uh, Zelda? Zelda, yeah, Zelda. Uh, so, oh, wow, actually, was, I was memeing. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so, like, I I, I do, I, I want them to come out with some kind of collection. If they're not going to come out with a, a new Zelda, which, uh, it's the 35th anniversary. It And they already showed they have gameplay of Breath of the Wild 2. So, I would put money down. It's going to come out this year. It'd be pretty nuts if, like, here's a collection. Oh, and then later, I, I, I'm going to call that it's going to be holiday season. First of all, it's going to destroy everything else in its path. You know. Oh, you know what? You know what? What actually? Because now, now that you mentioned that, it actually would make more sense for them to release it later because Hyrule Warriors came out uh, would have only come out three to four months before that. Since I think uh, what is it, February 18th or something like that for Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors? No, no, for Zelda's anniversary. Oh. I don't. I don't think they they necessarily care about the month. I think they care about the year. And right, right, right. But you know, I oh March. Sorry, March thirty first is uh is the is the anniversary for. It. But so that would give it you know say four months of Hyrule Warriors, which is isn't a lot of time, especially since uh Hyrule Warriors two is the prequel to it, right? I believe, or something like that. Uh, or, so, Hi, no, Hi, yeah, Hyrule Warriors is the prequel. Yeah. Right. 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 So, I think maybe, just maybe, on the on the thirty fifth anniversary year, they'll drop on the date of it. They'll drop the collector's edition, and they'll they'll start a pre order for special collector's edition of Breath of the Wild two. That's that'll be a very limited time, starting on the thirty first of March. So the thing that's that's more likely. See, the thing about that is, I never ever ever see uh, Nintendo pull out like a special edition of a game and 
like Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's not a special edition, though. They're, what they're, about, I mean, what like, about, what about they're that? like a bundle? Oh, oh. okay. I, well, like when I'm saying special edition, I'm I mean, like, I mean, I guess that's the closest thing to a special edition. You're right because yeah, it's, it's a you we get a unique Smash dock. Right, that that was insane, and I wish I bought it then, but I have it now thanks to the guidance. Uh, um, yeah, so yeah, Breath of the Wild two late twenty twenty one for Zelda anniversary. I, it's, I, I mean, I think either way we're getting Breath of the Wild two. I think the toss up is the collection since Mario got it. Zelda's like the next in line, so yeah. I won't be surprised. I just hope it's at least those two. It, I mean, I hope they follow in Mario's footsteps because it, it should be three games. The first one should be a non, um, what's it called? A non motion control one, so that way you can play it like you know, Zelda handheld two. mode and stuff. Huh? Zelda two. No, you're wrong. Age of Gamelon. That's they don't even own the rights to that one. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, they already did Wind Waker and as a port, and they already did Twilight Princess. I'm gonna imagine it'd be Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, but the one that isn't motion controls. That's that's a tough one. Ocarina of Time would make the most sense as like the first 3D game, and it's technically known as like the best game of all time. And it's the direct sequel to, uh, not Breath of the Wild. Um, words, words. Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. There it's, we go. You know, the direct. It's direct the uh, sequel. So, um, then they'd have to, and then Twilight Princess. If, if they wanted to follow a timeline, they would just go. Uh, like Majora's Mask, but there he, there he did ports of those too. Yeah, you know, but it's a smaller game. I honestly, I'd rather I'd rather see like a bigger Majora uh, Zelda game because that one's short. Let's be real for a second. You know, what if they what if they did an <coughs> oh god hairball sorry. But just these Master Quest. What if they did a cool thing where they merged Ocarina of Time with Majora's Mask, like how they wanted to do it originally with the project? Remember. Yeah, yeah, now you're talking about. Yeah. What if they did what if they did something like that and they found they edited it and they spliced them together and stuff like that? I think that'd be kind of cool. Eh, I mean their original their original thought process. I, I like the idea in theory, but considering you get all new stuff, well, you get masks in the second or in Majora's mask, I mean you can't really do anything with those in Ocarina of Time. Now, it'd be interesting if it was Zora and then start fighting Ganon with some fins. Right. Well, this is why I'm looking for a new partner. Um, so as <laughs> a contentious partner, let's get that straight. Uh, it, I mean, the, and also the problem with that is like speed. Well, they wouldn't care, but for speed runs, like you, well, you have to beat Ocarina just again to Majora's Mask, or they give the. I mean, I guess they could just give you the option to separate the two. I don't know. Either way, I just hope it's a, at least a three game collection. It'd be really cool if it was it was more than three games, but that'd be a lot of I'm time. Gonna say four, I'm gonna say this one's gonna be a four game collection. Uh, I'm calling. I'm gonna say four game collection. I don't think four games could fit on the cartridge. I just don't. I mean, like I have to oh, let me look up how much memory those cartridges have. If they did four games, they would have to do Majora's Mask on there. But if they did, well, no, I don't think they would add a retro game on there. I don't think they would add a Link to the Past or Zelda One for the sheer fact that they have it in their in their uh, their store already. Or they have it in their emulators. I don't think they'll add those for that reason. So I think their only options are 3D Zelda. Then. Okay, so the capacity is a thirty is thirty two gigs. So they're basically thirty two gig cards. The the cartridges. So I don't. 
I don't believe for a second Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword would be the biggest one, and that yeah. th- will not be 32 gigs. In fact, I'll, I'll look up the, the, the sizes. But if it's 32 gigs, I can't imagine. There's no way Ocarina of Time was a gig. There's no way Majora's Mask was a gig. There's a chance that Twilight Princess was? Hmm. But well, then again, they could also just... Supplementary research real quick. Some some games, some games, they, they're like, most of it's on the cartridge, but then you download the rest of it. Wow. I was expecting Sour Sword to be much more than that. What is it? 3.93 gigs, supposedly. I'm, I'm not... No, I believe it, because if there's one thing Nintendo does really good, it is optimizing their in-house games. They're fantastic at... Like, you never see a something super broken initially in a Nintendo game. They they spend a lot of time polishing it and optimizing it. Like, you know, for example, Ubisoft, they, they spend zero time optimizing their game for release, so they'll have these huge games, but if they optimize it, it'd be infinitely smaller. They condense it. Wow, Nintendo, HD is 4.5. Okay, so they can even have five games. Yeah. They can have a, they can have a lot of games on the, on the cartridge. So, oh, dude, I would love if they had two different collections, a Game Boy collection and a, a 3D collection. Right. Like, that would be, that'd be cool. I would like that a lot. Ocarina of Time is 512 megabytes. Yeah, so, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense, because on the 64. Yeah, no. I, so it's definitely feasible for them to to add as many games as they want to. Because Twilight I, I think five. Skyward Sword would probably be the two biggest ones aside from Breath of the Wild, obviously. Right, right. Um, or it'd be cool if, like, if you bought Breath of the Wild, like you pre-order or something, it, you get a download code for another Zelda game. That'd also be kind of cool. But special collections edition for Breath of the Wild too. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. That'd be cool. I, I, you think they're gonna come out with a dock? The last one dock they've done is is uh, Animal Crossing. That's hard to say. I I think they will. Uh, I, I want I want if I see. I think there's a forty percent chance they'll come out with the dock. I don't think it's a coin flip. I think it's slightly less than a coin flip. They'll come out with the dock. No, I think eighty percent. Oh, specifically because it's it's the thirty fifth anniversary. If it wasn't thirty fifth anniversary and they come out with you know um, Breath of the Wild two, wouldn't have a dock. I think absolutely it's going to come out dock or. If, as we discussed before, um, they announced the the uh, the Switch Pro, then the dock would be for the Switch Pro. Yeah, I, I can see them coming out with uh, with new Switch Joy-Cons for it for some reason. Just because I know for Skyward Sword, for their anniversary, yeah, I believe the Skyward Sword Anniversary Edition that I got, the special edition, came with uh, came with the unique uh, Wii, Wiimote. It, and it, no, it, it, literally, it literally needed it because it, you couldn't, like... The the base Wii motion control sucked, and you need precision. It wasn't even that good with it, but uh, so there's that. So uh, I can, that's I can, oh, all right, fine. No, fine. Just you know, yeah, you know, you know, just, just draw the curtain on me, Derek. Yeah, all right? you got like thirty seconds left. So well, you should have finished your thoughts before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. This is the first video. I'm uh, super proud of where we're going with this. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope you guys, you know. Follow us everywhere, Twitter, YouTube, the Nintendo Goons on Twitch. We're going to be streaming a lot more, specifically more me, but then with my co-host here, or he'll do his own. We'll do whatever we want with it. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks so much. We can do whatever you want. You should watch the live version of this because it's really cool. So, um, yeah. interact. Right. Uh, yeah, we're about to stream right now. Oh, that's also true. How are we going, guys? <laughs>